Shrinkage. This is 7 Minutes of BS. Building science with a beat. I'm Dan Morrison, editor of Pro Tradecraft. Do I really have to explain shrinkage? And that is David Parker, director of exterior applications at Azek Building Products. And that was the agreement, Dave, but here, I'll define it, and if you could expand on it, that'd be swell. Shrinkage is movement in the negative direction as a result of some kind of environmental condition like moisture or temperature. All right. Well, let's first start by talking about movement and the differences between wood and PVC. One of the things that a lot of guys uh, don't understand about PVC is that it moves thermally, whereas a wood-based product moves with moisture. So uh, wood-based products typically swell, and when they swell, they swell within their width and a little bit to a degree in their length. The difference with PVC is, is PVC does not necessarily swell or move in its width. It expands and contracts with its length. While both wood and PVC move seasonally, they both get bigger in the summer and smaller in the winter. The mechanisms driving their movement, though, are different. Summer is more humid, so wood expands. Summer is also hotter, so PVC elongates. Problems happen when people try to predict the future movement by altering their installation process. What people typically run into with PVC is is that they install it with gaps, thinking that it's going to expand in the summer, in the wintertime, and then it's going to shrink back down in the wintertime. And what they end up running into is that the first season, it does exactly that. Uh, expands, and they may have very little gaps in the end of their boards in the first summer. And then that next winter, it contracts, uh, which is to be expected with PVC and most building products for that matter. Uh, and then the next summer, it never comes back to full length again. And what happened there is, is, is essentially, and within any plastic, when you go through a heat cycle, it, there's fibers within that PVC product that relax and that relaxation uh, in that PVC actually causes it to shrink. Shrinkage. Slightly. Yeah, right. Just because the PVC fibers relax doesn't mean the people around them are relaxed, though. Because people install it wrong, even though they're trying to do it right. And because they install it wrong, their customers get unhappy. And when their customers get unhappy, they get unhappy. And when they get unhappy, the PVC trim company gets unhappy. And it's a bummer all around. So it matters how you install it if you want to get it right. We can control the amount of movement and the amount of shrinkage and the amount of uh, gaps in PVC via how we install the product. We can begin by measuring and fastening it correctly to help control seasonal movement. The second part of it where people make a lot of mistakes is painting. So with PVC products, the higher the heat build, the more shrinkage you potentially could have down the road and the larger the gaps. So when we talk about why does this matter and then how do we control this via installation and making sure if we are going to paint PVC something other than white, what is the right paint to use? Even if you install it perfectly though, the painter can still mess you up. Typical painters, right? So plan your strategy to minimize temperature fluctuations and bring the painter into the tent. The first part of it is is installation. One of the misconceptions PVC is that for every 18 foot, guys typically are thinking they need to leave an eighth of an inch on the end during the install when it's cold outside. Don't do that. We actually don't want to do that. See? What we want to do is understand that when we're installing the product, we have to manage 
and understand where there potentially could be an eighth inch gap on the end of a longer run. And we want to plan the install accordingly. What he's saying is that there will be small gaps eventually, which will appear in the winter, when your customers aren't sitting on the deck staring at the side of their house. So that those gaps will land on, say, a vertical seam, right? So if we're talking about band boards at the bottom of a wall, we want to make sure that uh, we glue and fasten everything in the field tightly. And then when we get to the end where our, our band boards and trim boards are butting into the trims, that we're allowing those to move slightly with the changes in the season. So it's very important to uh, manage that expansion contraction at the end of our runs. Gaps look normal when they appear at joints, like where a band board meets a corner board. They look terrible where they're unexpected, like in the middle of a band board. So it's important to glue the scarf joints in the field, fasten the board like crazy, and let the movement occur at the end. One of the great things about PVC is if we fasten it correctly, we can control the movement, and we can also control the amount of shrinkage in the product by fastening it correctly so that when that product gets heated up and warmed up for the first cycle, uh, it actually relaxes into place with the fasteners holding it there. The other thing about it is the color that customers will want you to paint it. Dark colors absorb more heat than light colors, so if you don't use the right kind of paint, you can get into some hot water. So when we're painting PVC, we always want to look at the LRV. Light reflectance value. How much sunlight, and therefore heat, that color reflects. You can usually find it on paint chips at the paint store or color swatches on the paint company website. As long as that LRV value is above 55, 100% acrylic latex paint, you know you're good to go, you won't get excessive heat build. So for lighter colors with LRV above 55, you can use standard, high-quality acrylic latex exterior paint. That doesn't knock darker colors out, just means you need to use different paint. Sherwin-Williams has a vinyl-safe color palette. That color palette's got darker colors with lower LRVs, but those colors have been tested and they've measured their heat build so they understand that they're, it's a safe heat build for PVC product. Benjamin Moore also has a vinyl-safe palette, as do other major paint manufacturers like PPG. And the other place you can go with painting PVC there's multiple pre-finishers in the market across the country that use heat reflective or solar reflective technologies in their paints. And these paints can significantly reduce the amount of heat builds, particularly in dark custom type colors. Even uh, there's technologies out there today that you can paint PVC black. Again, painting is really important to minimize the amount of heat build, which essentially minimizes the amount of movement, minimizes the potential shrinkage, and really what you end up with is manageable expansion contraction, manageable movement via proper installation and proper paint should you choose to go with a, a darker color. So the dark side of PVC trim is really just special paints that reduce heat buildup. But control begins with installation. Install the ends tight, understanding that shrinkage will occur there. Don't glue the ends, but do glue the scarf joints. Fasten it like crazy, or at least according to the manufacturer's specifications, because fasteners prevent the trim from bowing when it expands. Small gaps will occur at the end in winter, and they will mostly close up in summer. This will be a normal repetition. And that becomes the norm movement, uh, and the normal movement of the PVC over time. So it's really that first season that we need to get through. 
Just like we got through the latest episode of 7 Minutes of BS. We'd like to thank Azek for lending us Dave Parker for a little while. And thank you for listening in. If you got a spare minute, please hit the like button and give us a 5-star review. It really helps. Remember, you get paid for what you do and what you know. Now, you know more. 7 Minutes of BS is a production of the SGC Horizon Media Network.